Good morning. We begin our service on page four of the Book of Common Prayer. From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles, and in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95, found on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts in the, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is the people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 55 can be found on page 406 of the Book of Common Prayer. Hear my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my petition. Take heed unto me, and hear me, how I mourn in my prayer, and am vexed. The enemy crieth so, and the ungodly cometh on so fast, for they are minded to do me some mischief. So maliciously are they set against me. My heart is disquieted within me, and the fear of death is fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and an horrible dread hath overwhelmed me. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I flee away and be at rest. Lo, then would I get me off away far off, and remain in the wilderness. I would make haste to escape, because of the stormy wind and tempest. Destroy their tongues, O Lord, and divide them, for I have spied unrighteousness and strife in the city. Day and night they go about within the walls thereof, mischief also and sorrow are in the midst of it. Wickedness is therein, deceit and guile go not out of her streets. For it is not an open enemy that hath done me this dishonor, for then I could have borne it. Neither was it mine adversary that did magnify himself against me, for then peradventure I would have hid myself from him. But it was even thou my companion, my guide, and mine own familiar friend. We took sweet counsel together, 
and walked in the house of God as friends. Let death come hastily upon them, and let them go down alive into the pit, for wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. In the evening and morning and at noonday will I pray, and that instantly, and he, will, he shall hear my voice. It is he that hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many that strove with me. Yea, even God that endureth for ever shall hear me, and bring them down, for they will not turn nor fear God. He laid his hands upon such as be at peace with him, and he brake his covenant. The words of his mouth were softer than butter, having war in his heart, his words were smoother than oil, and yet be they very swords. O cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall nourish thee, and shall not suffer the righteous to fall forever. And as for them, thou, O God, shalt bring them into the pit of destruction. The bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. Nevertheless, my trust shall be in thee, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 25th verse of the 16th chapter of the book of Proverbs. There is a way that seems right to, man, to a man, but its end is the way of death. The person who labors, labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him on. An ungodly man digs up evil, and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer separates the best of friends. A violent man entices his neighbor, and leads him in a way that is not good. He winks his eye to devise perverse things. He pursues his lips and brings about evil. The silver-haired head is a crown of glory. It is found in the way of righteousness. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Here ends the first lesson. The Benedict says, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths, dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, Praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the fourth verse of the fourth chapter of the uh, Epistle of Paul to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. For even in Thessalonica, and you sent even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Aphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you but especially those that are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Here ends the second lesson. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, form the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the dayspring from on high hath visited us, give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, 
the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities, and in all our dangers and necessities stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemy, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our psalm this morning is explicitly a psalm of David. It is also clearly intended to be sung as one of the subtitles includes the instruction to the chief musician with stringed instruments. David is obviously troubled and thus does what David faithfully did throughout his life. He called on God for solace and encouragement. As the psalm begins, Hear my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my petition. Speak heed unto me and hear me, how I mourn in my prayer and am vexed. The enemy crieth so, and the ungodly cometh on so fast, for they are minded to do me some mischief, so maliciously are they set against me. My heart is disquieted within me, and the fear of death has fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling have, are come upon me, and a horrible dread hath overwhelmed me. Most of the rest of the psalm contains David's complaint about the treachery of his former friends. But David, ever faithful, confidently proclaims in verse 17, As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. But mainly I want to focus on our New Testament passage, which wraps up one of the most joyous and encouraging of Paul's letters. Last Saturday, we had our second reading from Paul's letter to the church at Philippi. Today, we finish that letter so that Monday we can begin the letter to the Colossians. These are two of the four epistles written by Paul while in prison. There is some disagreement as to when this letter was written, i.e. whether it was, corresponds to his imprisonment at Ephesus, Caesarea, or Rome. Unlike some epistles, the earliest Christian sources have no doubt that it was written by Paul. The letter begins by saying, This is from Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ. 
There is also no dispute that it was sent to Philippi, a strategic city in the Greek-speaking province of Macedonia, which had been conquered by the Romans 200 years earlier. We know from Acts 16 that the church in Philippi was established by Paul, his traveling companion Silas, and Timothy, the first bishop of Ephesus. The seed of the Philippian church came when the men baptized Lydia and her household. There is also no dispute, as verses 10 to 18 of today's passage make clear, that Paul is grateful to the Philippians for their financial support, an ongoing level of support that appears unique among the New Testament churches of the first century. It is also clear that he has a special bond with this church. He first his, describes his suffering in verses 11 through 13. I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He then thanks them for their ongoing support and promises them an eternal reward. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to God, our, to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. But unlike many of his letters, he does not appear to be writing to, to flip a Philippi in response to reports of fractiousness, conflict, or apostasy. The one exception is a passing reference he made in yesterday's reading to dispute between Iodia and Sintiche, who were among the earliest converts and thus likely prominent in the Philippian church. But he doesn't give any clues as to dispute between these women or any command as to how they are to become of one mind. Otherwise, his readers appear to be properly formed and spiritually healthy. So throughout, his tone is one of encouragement and exhortation. In the New King James, the word rejoice appears nine times in Philippians, more than any other book of the New Testament. The first verse of today's reading says, Rejoice in the Lord always, a passage we hear every year as the first reading at Mass on the fourth Sunday of Advent. The language also echoes language from Philippians 3 that we heard on Thursday. Paul then goes on to say, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This latter verse sounds familiar. It's because in 1549, Thomas Cranmer chose it as the first half of the closing blessing that the clergyman, the clergyman says at the end of every Mass. The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and mind in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be among you and remain with you always. So that seems like the right place to end this morning's meditation. We now return to page 18 of the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, 
that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, Almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace be so grafted inwardly in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living to the honor and praise of thy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for Brett and Carl for making this morning's worship possible. Bye, Samuel. Thank you, John. Thank you, everybody.